We are on the third episode of the week of the Parallel Success Podcast, where persons like yourself come so that you can see how you can effectively balance work and school. That is why it's parallel. You can have success in your professional and secular career and in your academic pursuits, and you can do so without being unnecessary stressed and burnout. That is why you are here. In this episode, we continue with the trend since it's still the early beginnings of the semester, give you information that will benefit you in this current moment. So we're overviewing goal setting, you know, how to set goals for this semester and how to stay disciplined for the entire semester. This video kind of touches on it just a tad. An episode you're going to get next week is going to give you an in-depth guide on like what is the success formula for an entire semester. So you should probably follow so that you could get notified when I come out. So please, again, listen intently, download if you need to, Please, again, apply the information. Do not just listen passively and make no changes because that means you would be wasting your time. Try as best as you can to see if it's just a couple of things you can apply in your current set of unique circumstances to better you because that is what we're doing this for. That's what we here. So do enjoy. I can hear you at the end. How do we set goals that actually are worth achieving and then how do we actually achieve it? That's the big question we're going to answer in this video. And to those of you who have not, it's important that you go and watch the previous instructional video because this is video number two on day number two. And actually do the activity of filling out the purpose discovery cards, right? Writing all your answers to those questions because that we're building on the foundation of that activity and that video in this one. So we're breaking it into three steps. Goal setting, goal assessment, goal execution. Setting goals. Some persons use the SMART goal strategy, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound, and it's a good overall strategy, but it has some weaknesses or things that it could be a little more clear on. Instead of a SMART goal, you could easily set a goal that is so far out of your capabilities that, is, that it discourages you rather than encourage you. So that's like me saying, I want to be a Nobel Prize-winning mathematician. Um, very, very hard to do. There's steps that I could try to, you know, work towards to get there but it's so far without my reach that's going to discourage me rather than encourage me you want to set a goal that is just outside your capabilities that it pulls you toward it rather than push you away the second thing when thinking about setting goals is that understanding goals are only good for certain direction and we know that because winners and losers have the same goals all athletes who run a race want to win every student wants to get good grades but they don't and the reason is because a lot of persons set goals and then they have only a temporary change, right? We want to see how you can get a permanent change when you make these goals. And to do that, we're going to consider number two, assess the goals. So you set goals according to this framework. Now you're going to assess those goals. The first way to assess them is realizing if it's an internal goal or an external goal. So how to know if something is an internal goal? You would have done the purpose discovery cards activity. I'm saying it again. I figured out what you intrinsically want, what you're good at, what you like to do that other persons think is hard and difficult and feels at work. That is how you know something is an internal goal. If you within yourself feel that, feel that you're always being compelled to do something like this. External goals are not so great to achieve because or to strive after because you're doing it for other persons, family, friends. Society tells you you should do this. A good example of this is say, for example, I wanted to become an engineer because it's what society said was a good paying job and everyone should be an engineer. I did it, became an engineer. And then in two, three years, 
There's a new job that society is pushing. Well, I'm left with egg on my face because I didn't do it for me. I did it for other people. So remember, always choose internal goals versus external goals. The next thing you have to be aware of when assessing if a goal is worthwhile to achieve is to understand you cannot do everything. So you may have 10, 10 internal goals that all sound great, but you can't divide your energy in 10 places because you're not going to get anywhere dwindle down that list to two or three then you have a certain amount of goals that you all could achieve without you dividing your energy or putting your energy in too many buckets so for the final step in achieving our goals you have to consider three things first is to somehow eventually enjoy the process the person who enjoys the journey is gonna go a lot farther than the person who enjoys the destination Someone who enjoys the process of studying and actually becoming a better student and doing mock exams and practice papers and finding out the best techniques to study is going to do a lot better than just a person who wants to get good grades. So even if in the beginning you do it begrudgingly, find a way to enjoy the process. Make it easy to commit to. Make it enjoyable. Do it with friends, right? And do it in a place that you like. Do it in an environment that you actually enjoy. All these are things that we're going to teach you later on in the course but enjoying the process is very important to actually executing your goals second thing that i've realized for me personally that has been a big um step in me actually getting the things done that i say i want to get done is having a shift in identity meaning you don't just do the thing you actually shift your mindset on how you perceive things so instead of looking at things as obstacles I now look at them as opportunities to improve. So I come home, I'm exhausted. I just came home from work. I got to work on this course. I got to do some research. And I was, and it could be like, one way to think of it is like, geez, like, I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. Like, I really can't make this work. Versus, yo, I can really maximize my potential. This is what hard, this is what doing hard things feel like. And if I want to be the sad person I want to be, I have to embrace moments like these and overcome it. And from thinking like that, I've overcome like the normal obstacles to like even starting things that I know I should, but are difficult in the first place. So having an identity shift is another way of realizing that is very important when trying to achieve your goals. And lastly, kind of a simple, but yet very key point is making big goals, turning big goals into small goals. As humans, we are very fickle. We do not like doing something um, over an extended period of time if we do not see the results. So that's why persons don't go in the gym for more than two to three weeks. And we don't stick with things long term because we don't see the results. So to overcome that, because we're so fickle and we so <laughs> we so weak-willed, um, by making your big goal into small goals, you have small actionable steps you can take to see that you are progressing toward the big goal, right? That also gives you the sense of progressing because you are, and that gives you the fuel and the motivation to keep on toward the big goal. So that allows you to stick with the thing longer by having smaller little checkpoints, smaller little goals that you can tick off your list to see that you're getting better. So you set goals, you can use the smart goals framework, but make sure that is a goal that is just outside your capability so that it pulls you toward it. Remember, goals are only good at setting direction because winners and losers um, all have the same goals. So if you set great goals, that doesn't mean you have achieved anything yet. Assessing your goals, internal goals over external goals, limit the list only do about two to three in executing on your goals find a way to enjoy the process make it easy to commit make it fun shift your identity look at obstacles um like opportunities lastly turn big goals into small goals and you can be well on your way 
we're going to show you how to put all of this into a student mindset or framework so you can stick with and achieve your goals over a semester over a school year and we're doing that in the next video so thank you and we can see you in the next video So welcome to day three of the 21 day stress-free scholar this is the last video on goal setting and we're going to be talking about motivation versus self-discipline because we talked about how goals are only good at setting direction well if goals are only good at setting direction motivation and self-discipline are the steps we're taking along that journey to get to those goals is the fuel that you know carries us along for the journey so we're going to talk about first what is uh, motivation motivation is the energy you have to get things done but it comes and goes if you got an assignment the idea of you getting the assignment done you're very motivated and you're gonna feel that you can conquer the world and you can get this done so quickly and unfortunately that fades right for most persons who go to school or who are students or part-time students full-time students i personally probably felt motivated like 20 percent of the days that i went to school <laughs> so even though it's great and when you are motivated, the way that students can use it is to strike where the iron is hot. When you're motivated, do not delay any tasks. Like if you have things to do, when you're motivated, use that energy to get things done. So that's your pro. You're easily, you're more easily able to commit to getting difficult work, tasks, or assignments done. The con is it's fickle. It fades. It is not reliable over the long term. And if you were to only do work when you feel motivated, you would not. Um, achieve your goals or get where you need to be simply put self-discipline is uh, not just a little different it is very different right the way i was able to find a good way to define self-discipline is self-discipline is doing what you have to do when you have to do it even when you don't feel like it i can say that one more time self-discipline is doing what you have to do when you have to do it even when you don't feel like it right why or how could self-discipline be used for students in their path to success simply put when motivation fades that is when we should be you know relying on self-discipline because semesters are 12 weeks you know being a student is a long is a long-term thing because you do it for three months three months at a time for years right so using self-discipline is going to be great because then you're going to achieve your long-term goals Sounds all pretty and nice, but there is a downside. Self-discipline is very hard to like cultivate. Um, initially, it is hard to create um, discipline habits. We all know that. Um, and most persons are not able to stick to it for a long period of time. Seeing who we talked about earlier in previous videos about temporary change versus permanent change. So as much as it, yes, it's awesome to reach long-term goals, but it's harder to implement and actually do on a day-to-day -day basis. So comparing the two motivation is very good and awesome for for when you need to get things started when you feel motivated try to get stuff done unfortunately it comes and goes just as easily self-discipline now is great for achieving long-term goals and success over an entire semester or school year however it's hard to implement so in my opinion i think cultivating self-discipline is going to be more effective for you or a better return on your investment so to speak because we all need like self-discipline, right? We all need to do difficult things even when we don't feel like it. 
However, I'm not dissing motivation. There are ways which you can keep motivation high that we're going to go into. But in my opinion, I would suggest that try your best to become a more disciplined person because motivation is easy to spike up and down, um, as you will see. So, yes, both are important, but I lean towards implementing more self-discipline. So, how can you keep motivation high? Well, it's kind of some of the same things we talked about before. Setting specific goals that are just outside your reach that encourage you. Talked about that already. Creating a vision board, which is very similar to when we talked about creating a roadmap. You kind of just highlight, you, you have like a, like a highlight reel of what your future self is going to achieve. You kind of chart where you want to go and you kind of like see yourself achieving those goals, which gets you more excited to actually work towards them. We also talk about breaking big tasks into small tasks so you can see better rewards, big goals into small goals. We talked about that already. And lastly, rewarding yourself. So make it fun to do. We kind of alluded to this in a, another previous instructional video. It's coming back again. Make it fun to do and treat yourself when you have something to do. You don't feel like studying. Make an arrangement where you know, you may watch a movie after or you get to eat like one of your favorite snacks. So you got to go with friends for a little bit after you put the work in. Reward based learning is what you call it is is great. Just don't go too crazy. So now, how could we become more disciplined persons and cultivate more disciplined habits? Well, there's a book called Atomic Habits, and I think it's very awesome. And I had to reread it for, you know, for this course, because that is one of the books I use as one of the building blocks are the foundation for a lot of what is in this course. And it has some principles on how to inculcate good habits. I'm going over some of the four key principles that I think we could use, I have used and you could use to become a more disciplined person by making it easy to commit to the habits that you should to become more disciplined. So number one is to make it obvious. So like have a designated space to study. We're going to get into this in a later, we can do a whole tutorial later in this course about how you could like craft the perfect study space and all that sort of jazz. But for the time being, just make it obvious. That could be using a digital calendar, putting up posters or stick, sticky notes in your house, whatever the case is, just make it obvious. The second principle is to start small. When you have something that you don't feel like doing, have like two or five minutes dedicated to complete focus and adaptive as possible in that task. And then you don't have to continue after it. Right? So understand that you only have to do this thing for two or five minutes. Oh, well, yeah, I could do anything for two or five minutes. You just kind of have that kind of, yeah, I could. two or five minutes, easy. What's going to happen is, is that you're going to get in the flow and more times than not, you're going to keep doing the task until it's completed or when you have to finish rather than stop. Yes, there will be some instances when you stop, but you're creating the habit of at least starting and getting things done, which is great, right? Because then they don't feel as overwhelming and you don't feel all that pressure. Third um, principle from the book that I think is like very like this one for me that was a great hack for me. Habit stacking. So the good habit that you want to implement or do more often, pair it with another habit that you do like every single day and you don't think about. Because that's what we want to get. We want to get to the point where so many things that we do, studying, revision, assignments, reading ahead for the, for the next um, class, we just do on autopilot because that'd be awesome. The way we can get there is by pairing it along a current habit we have. So brushing your teeth, breakfast, dinner, taking a shower, whatever the case is, when immediately we come to the door, pair these, pair these habits you want with those ones. So like for me, most days I come in here to immediately get things done, right? Um, sometimes it's after shower for some days. That's just something that I use. 
I know like when I do this on this day, I, you know, I'm going here to be productive. Last one is very similar to the one we talked about motivation. Have a reward system in place. Make it fun. Make it satisfying. The way I make it satisfying is that, um, yes, yeah, sometimes I do reward myself. I, I have a nice little treat after I get stuff like this done. However, I also like sometimes do it in a group and make it more fun and make it enjoyable or I switch it where I do it. So sometimes I change the environment that I actually am productive in, right? And it's just super cool. Or sometimes I, when I need to, I just remind myself of some of the people that I've helped before and and thinking about, and this is motivation too, thinking about the persons that will be helped by some of the things that I'm doing is also how we make it satisfying. So again, motivation, great. When you're motivated, get stuff done. However, do not completely rely on motivation because it comes and goes very easily. So discipline, not as easy to start, but is great for long-term success. Probably focus on that more than motivation. To keep motivated, um, as we talked about, um, set specific goals, break tasks into smaller steps, create a vision board, reward yourself. For become more self-disciplined, check the description below, create a, a free Audible account and listen to the uh, Atomic Habits audiobook. There's also like a video that I can link for YouTube that kind of summarizes it well. But I think the book is probably a way better listen. And as I talk about, make it obvious, make it clear, make it in your face that you have to get things done. Start small, two minute or five minute rule. Habit stacking. So attach the good habit along to one of the habits that you already do on autopilot. And again, make it satisfying. Do it with friends. Make it in a comfortable environment. Reward yourself, all that sort of jazz. So yeah, motivation and self-discipline is very important because that's the fuel along your journey. They both have their rules. Do not look down on one or the other. You can use both. If you use both effectively, you're going to get where you need to go a ton faster. So again, thanks for listening in. Also down below, we have a downloadable PDF for those of you who do not know where to start with some of these good or disciplined habits. We have like 50 habits to do. And I'm telling you, if you just do five, you're going to be like a way better student. And then you can just try doing like another five. So yeah, so you have the link that you could go towards you know sign up for a free audible account and listen to the atomic habits book like a link a youtube video on atomic habits you have the pdf download for those who do not know where to start on um the proper habits it's called the student the student code where you could just pick a couple habits and try to implement them and when you do those pick some more and you can be a way better student overall so yeah now um the next module is going to be on time management see you there in day four So we hope this has whet your appetite with reference to goal setting and actually how to stay disciplined throughout the entire semester. As I said before, we uh, episode is coming next week very shortly on what is the semester success formula, right? And it's going to get a lot more way in depth and I think is going to build on this episode. So if you enjoyed this one, you think this one had a lot of key points that you could take away, that one is going to... I don't want to say blow this one in the water, but it's going to warm up this. It's going to build on the, the foundation that was laid in this episode. So again, thank you for spending this time with me. Don't get it twisted. I very much appreciate your time. I see it as viable. Now that we continue to try as much as possible to bring you viable content that can help you in your efforts to balance work and school. As usual, follow where, where necessary. Um, 
if you could, you know, rate the show so I know like, if we're doing a good job or doing a bad job or a review and leaving, you know, four stars, five stars and a little, you know, improve this, improve that, we'll go a long way. But thanks for your time as usual. I will see you in the next one where we talk about the student. Sorry, where we talk about the success. Sorry, where we talk about the semester success formula. I'm going to see you next week, guys. Peace. Are you a busy and overwhelmed professional balancing your career with further studies? Or maybe you are balancing your career with a side hustle. Or you just want more time to do the things you actually enjoy. Well, this is your golden opportunity. At the bottom of the show notes of this episode, I have set up a link where you can schedule a free discovery call with yours truly so I can walk through you how I help my clients be more productive, save more time, and earn more money. I would love to help you. I've had 36 other people who've been able to do it and have that benefit. Let me be able to share that benefit with you. Look forward to you and meeting you after you schedule that call. Enjoy the rest of your day.